Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've discovered from my challenges with ADHD and chemo brain. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now certified productive environment specialist and ADHD productivity coach with well over 20 years of experience in business, office design, and productivity. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, wife, mom of a teen and a cat, and a lifelong geek. I'm old enough now to be proud of it. I've learned that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget our appointments, we can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and fits who we are with our unique brains. I believe that to be truly productive, we need to learn how to be intentionally unproductive. A strange twist for a productivity coach. But hey, I love to ski, sail, and surf. Listen in and learn how to streamline your space and systems so you can be more focused, organized, and have more time to be intentionally unproductive. Hey everyone, Catherine Avery your host of the Uncluttered Office podcast and founder and owner of ProductivityByDesign.com. I can hardly believe it's 2022. Hopefully you all have noticed that I took a three-week break from podcasting. I needed a little chance to decompress and get a break. (laughs) I was actually took eight days completely unplugged. I'm going to talk about that today. Because what I'm going to talk about today is reviewing your past year. So before you go jumping into the new year, it's a great idea to take a look back. And when I'm looking back at my past year, here's the questions I ask. I keep it very simple. Three questions. What worked? Second, what would I do differently? And third, what am I leaving behind in 2021 or whatever that year is? So for this year, it's 2021. I also, as I write down my year in review, I write down my gratitude to the people who've been by my side in 2021 or any given year. Because no one goes this journey alone successfully. We all have people we count on and rely on to ensure that we can move forward in our business and in our life. So my thought today was that I would answer those three questions so that you can see how reviewing your year in this way allows you to celebrate your wins, make more informed decisions for the coming year without getting all judgy McJudgerson on yourself, and to leave behind what doesn't serve you without regrets. So I'll start with what worked, because we can celebrate, right? I joined Liz Detterer's sales school for entrepreneurs. She is just amazing. My marketing efforts weren't really working. I had transitioned from doing interior design, office design, specifically commercial office spaces, and productivity for those office spaces when the pandemic hit, I had to transition. So I could no longer actually be out in those office spaces. So I'd really already left the design business and I was kind of just slowly morphing into strictly productivity consulting, but it was all on site. I was helping clients organize their office spaces. I was helping them think through workflows in their environments. And I loved it. It was great. But of course, we really can't go into each other's offices anymore. We're not entirely sure where the office is even going to go. So that's why my marketing efforts had to really change because I was morphing and becoming a different person. I'm going to talk a lot more about 
the other half of that momentarily. So Liz helped me get out of my incredible frustration with sales and stop even thinking about it as sales energy and think about it as service energy. And for this, I'm incredibly grateful. So that was sort of my first mindset shift. The second was to decide that it was more important to make money and not worry about where I was making the money from than it was to get stuck in this idea of I had to only make it out of my current business. So a girlfriend of mine who lives further south hasn't been able to travel up here to do cabbie shows. It's Carol Anderson by invitation. Almost every piece of clothing you see me wearing is Carol Anderson by invitation. So cabbie is sold in that format like Tupperware where you purchase it in a friend's home. And I became her delivery person. She was floored. She said, do you know anybody who would do this? And I said, I'll do it. And she paid me for my time to deliver clothes. And I loved it for two reasons. The first was it was great to see the ladies who I had been to many parties with and really, really enjoy. We were masked. We were very careful. But it was just great to get out of the house and see other people. January of 2020, that wasn't going much anywhere. I mean, we really had hunkered down and weren't seeing anyone. It had a lot of flexibility in the job, so it could work around my schedule because I did have a handful of clients and I needed to be available to them. And then the last piece was I got to drive my car. I have a really nice, cute little car. I happen to love it. And I don't get to drive it much because I'm working from home. I'm on Zoom. My clients are all remote and virtual. I'm not out in my car much. So I really, really enjoyed that time. I would put on some favorite music. Most often I would put on a podcast because I'd love to learn. Then I joined a group called Collabrex Networking Group, and I joined them in about March. And no sooner I had joined than I'd said, wow, this is all about service energy. This is about collaborating together. This is about getting to know people, building relationships, seeing where things can go. Maybe or maybe not getting clients. In my case, I did get several clients through Collabrex, and I expect that I'll get more because you build these lifelong relationships and become true referral partners for each other. So it's nothing like other networking groups I'd ever been a part of before. And I saw the value in this model immediately. And I said to Jonathan, who runs it, if you ever have a need for another facilitator, let me know, because I think I'd be really interested in being a group facilitator. So I visited a couple of groups. And by June, I was the facilitator for the New Jersey group. And if you're wondering how I can be in New Jersey from Connecticut, because that's where I live is Connecticut, where we've just had a beautiful snowfall, everything's virtual. It's all on Zoom. So if it's something you're interested in visiting, I would love for you to join us. You can send me an email, support at productivitybydesign.com. And I'll get back to you and let you know when the next meeting is. Fabulous group. Really, really enjoy our people in New Jersey. So that was my second part-time job. And I'm still doing it because I really enjoy it. It's a wonderful way to build relationships with folks who are phenomenal, really great business people. Okay. So that was the sales mindset money shift that occurred in 2021. I assessed what worked in my marketing and what didn't. And I made a decision after being told this for so many years to focus on only three areas for marketing. I was so determined to be in 100 places at once and you spread yourself too thin. So my areas now are strictly networking, speaking, 
and LinkedIn. If you're looking for a speaker about productivity or life balance or well-being in the workplace, hit me up. I love speaking. I consider this podcast part of my speaking. It is a great way to have opportunities to be on other people's podcasts. Plus, I love the people I get to meet who are guests on my podcast. So choosing to only focus on three areas of marketing meant I could get super focused in on exactly what I wanted to talk about to my ideal clients. And I could free up a lot of my time so that I could do those things really, really well. Because the fact is, we can't be everywhere and be all things to all people at all times. It's a recipe for failure. And who wants failure? The other area of my business that I reevaluated was all the admin work. My first half of my year was recognizing that I just didn't have all the help I needed. I had lovely admin, but it just wasn't working out the best way for me. And probably not for her either, if we asked her. So it took me about six months to figure out how everything in my business worked, what pieces were working, what weren't working, and then hire a new person. All that took six months. And the second six months were all about getting uh, CJ onboarded and having her take a look under the hood. There were lots of areas of my business that I knew could be improved, and she has been fantastic. I also have four times as much help as I used to from an hour standpoint. And it means that to-do list can get to done. Hallelujah. (laughs) My gratitude for CJ knows absolutely no bounds. I can't imagine my team without her. This podcast marched on nearly seamlessly in its new format. We had evaluated that. I can't remember exactly when we did that, but we moved everything over to forms. I think that was this summer too. And I want to thank all of my guests who've been on the podcast. They've been fantastic. I upped my speaking game to an average of two speaking opportunities each month. And in June, I also completed my Toastmasters Triple Crown. That means that you complete three speaking levels in one year. Pretty impressive, pretty psyched that I was able to do that. I am working on level four this year. As you get higher at the levels, it gets a lot harder and it's more intense. Plus this year, I've really spent more time focusing on outside speaking engagements and opportunities and being one of the leaders for Toastmasters. I continued to work with my clients who have ADHD and who struggle with their productivity. I stepped completely away from my beta group program. Back in 2020, I thought I would run groups and I ran a group. I loved it. There were many things that needed to be improved. And I put that on the back burner because. Working with clients one-on-one gives me so much joy. It's not that I'll never have a group program. It's just that it's on hold for now. I spent the entire year immersed in studies of coaching people with ADHD and executive function challenges. And like I said, I work with many of them as amazing clients. I finished my foundation work with Coach Approach, and I continued directly into my advanced coaching classes. So I finished Coach Approach in May, and went on to the advanced classes in June. (laughs) It might have been July, but I think it was June. It was pretty crazy. I finished one and started another. I'm on track now for certification spring 2022. The reason I do so much training and learning, et cetera, is one, it makes me a better person. Two, it makes me a better coach for my clients. And three, it's just a lifelong value of mine. It's really what my folks instilled in me that we should always be learning and always value education. and. So here I am, learning and learning and learning at age 56 and loving it. 
there's no doubt in my mind, I'm doing exactly the work I'm meant to do with the people that I'm meant to have in my life. And I'm really, really grateful for that. So the pinnacle of the year, it was wildly exciting to be quoted in the Washington Post on helping ADHDers and others with mental health challenges to have rituals around their office organization. And that article is called ADHD Home Organization Tips. And I spoke specifically to home office. Very exciting. I loved it. What would I do differently? We call this the fall flop. I launched a program, specifically a DIY program around the holidays called Uncluttered Holidays. And I only made one sale. On the bright side, I launched my first ever DIY program. Now, here are my takeaways on the things that kind of went wrong. I didn't market enough. I had all my content created and ready to go, but we just didn't focus enough on the marketing. We ran out of time, to be quite honest. Probably would have been better to start this entire program, getting it up and running in August. But back in August, we were putting so many things in place for my clients. CJ and I took apart the entire onboarding process for our clients and made sure that every touch point in the client process was working really, really well. We're actually coming out with some even better stuff literally this month. We're very excited about it. But in that short run, I had to make sure that I had happy clients. And that took precedence over everything else. But of course, you really put out an uncluttered holidays program at the holidays. So I needed to get it out whether or not it was really done. And it was physically the product itself was done. So what could I do differently about the marketing? I could create a free opt-in to attract more people into my funnel. It's hard to believe that I don't have one, but I took it down when I shifted the business and I have never created a new one. That is going to happen this quarter. It is absolutely 100% my priority for content creation this month. The second is to build up my online group so that we have more potential clients in the funnel. And I really haven't done that. I haven't done a great job of promoting my Facebook group or letting people know about it. And I will put that link in the show notes because it dawns on me right now that I should probably do that. I believe it's called P3 Exponentially Productive. And it's about the three points of productivity, which are to pause, plan, and prioritize, hence P3. I'm going to work on that in the second quarter. The lesson is I should have done the marketing, learned about what the market needs and wants. I had some of that, but not as much as I could have really had, and then built the course. A lot of people I know who really succeed at this, they build the plane while they're flying it, or they run a beta. And I didn't really run a beta of Unclutter Holidays program. So what I did instead was I offered it out to all my VIP clients and let them just do it for free. They're my VIP clients. They should really get everything I do anyway. And I'm looking forward to their feedback to make an even better program, probably on a different platform, and then launch it again next year. And in August, we'll start focusing on getting the marketing ready for it. We did do some marketing and got some marketing ready for it, but it was nowhere near what we really needed to do to be able to get it out there in the world. I want to make an important point here. I'm just saying what didn't work. I'm not judging myself. I'm not uptight that I made a mistake. I'm not going to beat myself up over something was the first try. I'd never done it before. And I was okay with that, that it didn't work out. I also want you to point out how I put timeframes on when I'll fix each of these problems, especially if you have ADHD or another executive function challenge. We can push off projects for a really, really long time. So you heard me give three 
timeframes. One was to create a free opt-in in the first quarter, to build the online group in the second quarter, and then start getting the marketing together, all that social media posting, et cetera. I want to start creating all that contact in the third quarter. So I said August, but that is the third quarter, just so you have it. So what is this? This is simply, to me, we spot the problem, we make a plan with the task on our schedule, and we make sure we don't give ourselves any judgment for it. Second lesson comes out of this one, but this was all year. Fail faster and cut my losses quicker. I really could have done that whole VA switchover much, much earlier in the year. And it was really draining and dragging me down. That and some other things that were in my business, I was just tolerating crap that I should not have tolerated at all. Business me now looks at it and says, ah, that program launch was a bomb down cluttered holidays, and then moved on to the next thing, which was really focusing on the fact that I had a couple of new one-on-one VIP clients and I wanted to make sure that they were wildly happy. So I put my hands up in the air and I said, this just didn't work. That's okay. And I went onward to next year. And that leads me directly to the next category. What am I leaving behind? Last year felt like Sisyphus eternally pushing the ball, the boulder uphill. I wish it was only a ball, but it was definitely a boulder. That was me for most of last year. I really didn't hold from enough boundaries around my work. And that meant I worked on weekends. It meant that I went away on vacation and brought my laptop with me. And I never really took a completely unplugged vacation. Every time I was away, and I was away a fair piece last year, mostly to our beach home, because that was sort of the safest place to go during the pandemic. Well, beach home, and we did a trip, two trips to D.C., But both trips, even on vacation, I'd get up first thing in the morning and check my emails and deal with any kind of stuff that was going on. And it just didn't really work for me. Well, that's not entirely true. But point, I built and pushed and hustled my ass off. I was doing all the right ADHD self-care things like exercising, getting a good night's sleep, mostly eating healthy. Some pandemic stress eating this summer, probably too many times going out to restaurants because we were like, hooray, we can go out because it's warm out. Meditation, seeing friends, getting out in nature. But each of these was only like a little drop in the bucket. And time and again, the bucket ran dry. And I have to tell you, you can't draw from an empty well. You won't have anything left for anybody else if you're not taking care of yourself. And that meant for me, taking way more than just a walk in nature. So here's my conundrum around this. I now have a sustainable business, but it also came at a cost. On one hand, my diligence and perseverance got my business to where I need to be for 2022. And for that, I'm really very grateful. So many things I did in 2021 set the stage for success in 2022. And I already saw that happening in the fall where new clients were coming in. I could see the results from my various marketing efforts. I could see the results from serving, talking to other people, networking, making things happen, really getting crystal clear on my clients. On the other hand, I did exactly what I teach my clients not to do. (laughs) Isn't that always our coaching lesson? I didn't put me first. I put my business and my family first. Have you ever felt that way? I mean, I've definitely made this mistake before. So I got to late December and there were some things happening on the personal front and a ton to do on the business front. And quite frankly, I ended up just putting the entire 
business on pause. On December 23rd, true story, (laughs) I completely shut down this office. I pulled plugs for the computers out of the walls and I didn't sit down to write anything or do anything business oriented from December 23rd until January 1st. On New Year's Day, I wrote an e-newsletter for the next day, January 2nd, because my e-newsletter goes out on the Sunday every time. Did not write one the Sunday of Christmas weekend. Didn't even send a Christmas card. Nothing. Unplugged the computer. And I have to tell you, it was heaven. I had so many great ideas. They would bubble up in my head. I would write them down in the notes section of my phone. And then I would just shut it down again. I stayed off social media. I walked. I rested. I watched movies and PJs, skied with my daughter. My husband did a little snowshoeing. We ate yummy food. And when I got back to work, and I actually did work the entire day, Sunday, January 2nd, because uh, I couldn't wait to, and because there were so many things <laughs> sitting on my back burner boiling over that if I didn't take care of them before Monday, it was going to be a bad scene. But I was so happy to be back, to be serving my clients, to be ready to start to implement all those really great ideas. And I want to tell you exactly why. If you take nothing else away from this, it's because my well was full. I had completely refilled my well and I was ready to give again. So what's my intention for 2022? Much more completely unplugged vacation time. From now on, when I'm going on vacation, like a legit real vacation, I am not going to open my laptop every day. Maybe I won't take it. (laughs) That would be a new thing for me. I don't know if I could quite give up the security blanket of the laptop yet, but we'll see. And um, there will be no draining of the well, at least not to the extent it was on December 22nd, 23rd. By the way, the irony is December 22nd was my birthday. And I was just a basket case on my birthday, working like a dog, trying to get everything done. So here's what I would love. I would love for you to let me know about your lessons you learned in 2021. I gave you my email. You could send it there or you could write a comment under this podcast. That would be amazing. I absolutely love reading what people have to say about the podcast, what they got out of it. I am going to wish you the most amazing 22 and give you a preview of what's next to come. So next up is two weeks of mini episodes. They'll drop Tuesday and Thursday each week for two weeks. And they're all going to be about habits, probably 10, maximum 15 minutes each. And the first one is going to be specifically about why I had to re-record this particular podcast. So I hope you'll tune in for it. Like I said, it'll drop Tuesday and Thursday for those two weeks. Then we've got a great group of guests coming back on to the show, starting with Liz Detterer, that infamous sales coach of mine, uh, Selling with Service. And it's going to be a fantastic year. I am wishing you health, happiness, and all the very best in 2022. I hope that it's wildly successful and your dreams come true. Thanks for being with me. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. 
Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.